0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Ian Banner. This is the first podcast from Agile Coaching Mastery.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Agile Coaching Mastery podcast brought to you by the Agile Coaching Mastery crew. Our crew consists of agile coaches from around the world who record the podcast for an international audience free of time zones. You can listen when you want. We do this to help increase the skills, knowledge, and experience across the Agile Coaching industry, and it's for free. Every week, we'll be exploring another part of this wonderful Agile Coaching landscape, and each episode is recorded live and unscripted on Friday. Let's join the crew for this week's episode. This week's host is Ian.
0: Well, welcome, everyone. This is a brand new venture, an adventure venture, actually. It's a podcast. We're recording it live on Clubhouse with some guests. Um, And it's our very first meeting and the podcast is going to be called Agile Mastery Um, and we are the uh, Agile Coaching Mastery crew, we're all coaches. Um, Let me explain why we've got the word mastery in there because, you know, if you're an agile coach, I guess that word mastery is a bit of a red flag, You, you know, we don't believe we're masters of anything, we're a continuous learning people kind of thing, but the word mastery in its original form means you just want to get better and better at something and I think therefore that's why we chose the word mastery. So today's is really a little bit about the um, crew that we put together and who we are and what we do, and also a little bit of... where where do you get mastery in coaching from so um i'll do a little bit of an overview and then when we get into some detail i think i suggest to ricardo and raz we just sort of introduce ourselves bear in mind this is a podcast so people need to know who we are so agile coaching mastery for me i've got i've got a stool with three legs on it and each of those legs is a a theme that we want to develop over coaching mastery and like any good three-legged stool if you've got all good three legs working well it's a very solid object it works really well if you've only got two of them in place you'll fall over if you've only got one it's not really a stool. so the, what are the three legs of this stool that are in my mind well one of the legs if you imagine a venn diagram is skills another one of those legs is experience and then the third leg is knowledge and certification put together so in a sense i've got those three legs to work on and i think all three together produce Mastery. Now, the word mastery. Dan Pink talks about that in uh, you know what motivates us, and he talks about in the knowledge economy which we're into. We want, we are motivated to get mastery, and I don't want to be scared of the word mastery. I don't want us to be scared of it. I just think it's it's the right word to use to imply we want to get better and better. We're a continuously learning organisation. We want to carry on learning, but you know we want to get to a mastery point. And if you think of how. Mastery used to be understood in the sort of old, more um, um, physical um, working environments, for example, clockmakers. There would be an apprentice, and the reason he could be called a master was he created a masterpiece, literally that's where the word comes from, maybe a clock, that showed he got all the skills and could now start apprenticing other people so that, that's sort of, sort of some of the background uh of where mastery comes from so that's what we want to talk through if that's okay um guys what do, should we move into who we are and start with that um ricardo do you want to yes. bear in mind this is a podcast ricardo do you want to introduce yourself for a minute
2: hi i'm ricardo i've been uh, practicing agile since before the world the word was coined and uh, i'm one of the co-founders of the agile club and i'm mostly busy the as an enterprise coach, uh, who also uh, brings in DevOps practices, especially around observability. And I'm really excited uh, for this podcast, and to understand what mastery is, and especially, how did we the three of us get started on our mastery journey?
0: Oh, that's a great question, mate. Uh, you've already thrown me off because I think that's such a great question. That might be what we do today. Anyway, Raz, how about yourself?
3: <laughs> yeah, they wonderful question. Uh, Yeah, like uh, Ricardo, I'm also doing enterprise coaching and my focus is mainly leadership and organizational culture and I'm based in Melbourne and uh, doing project delivery and project management and agile more than 16 years, Uh, but mainly my focus on agility just started eight years ago, nine years ago, so I just moved that path and I'm here today, very excited, this is a very new beginning. And I would love to connect and learn and share what I've learned so far with you guys.
0: So I'm Ian Banner. Uh, I am an Enterprise Agile coach. Um, I have been doing that for about 10 years. Uh, In the last couple of years, um, I have worked for one of the, the large Petrochem industries. I'm now working for another engineering firm, and I do lots of side gigs as well. And I also do IC Agile certified training for the Enterprise level of coaching, so that's uh, if if you know the IC Agile courses, that's the CAT and the End course. I do those. Uh, can I say in my spare time? I don't know if that's right. I guess the point I want to make is I do do those courses, but also I am not a uh, I'm 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 not a trainer uh, by trade. I am a coach by trade, and I train those courses and only those courses. It's not like I have 95 courses that I train. I just train those two. Um, so that's me. And so today's topic is this mastery and. Um, really what we'd like to do is uh, invite anyone who is listening to put their hand up you you next to the leaf quietly uh, don't press that button we don't want people to leave is to put your hand up and if you put your hand up um, you can come on stage and chat to us and give us your opinion on this subject do you think mastery is a good subject for uh, us to discuss and do you think that's something that's on your mind? I see a few LinkedIn profiles on this as well. So if you're interested, just put your hand up. I see Aina's with us. I think, Aina, you put your hand up. But somehow, I don't quite know why you're not you're not on stage. But don't worry about that. Um, if you're interested in joining us and talking, um, the only thing you do have to accept is it will be part of a podcast. That could be good news for you or you might decide that means you don't want to take part so so i thought about this uh, three-legged stool skills experience knowledge slash certification that's the three and it occurs to me that um actually mastery comes from having all three and actually i'm not sure you could become a master mastery i forgive me i said that word master that's wrong i'm not sure you can get mastery in the subject unless unless you've got all three for example if if all you do is just Uh, get the certifications scrum master certification well you can get that for two days of a course and a quick test does that really mean you're sort of you know at the top of your game I, i don't think so i wonder what the other guys think and again just press the put your hand up if you want to come on stage and chat to us as well ricardo do you do you think you can get mastery from
2: just one of those three no any of those three can get you started that's why i was thinking of maybe reflecting on our own journey to inspire the people here yeah so I, I think it's kind of a loop although it, it's a loop around these three things you get a bit of experience then you get you, you get a bit of training you get uh, you get a bit of knowledge and all those three continuously reinforcing but if you want to become a master I think the easiest way to become a master faster or, be, or get mastery faster is to also be a bit deliberate uh, about how you get there
0: Okay, so you make you're making the point it, it 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 doesn't just evolve, you've got to be a bit intentional about getting that level of you know, you've gotta want it, you've gotta pursue it as a an overall sort of North Star almost. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, it is. You if you are trying to become a master of any trade and I, I'm I'm not opposed to the word master, we use it all the time in Scrum Master, so you can use it in this context to make the Otherwise, it becomes a very passive conversation to get mastery. If you want to become a master of any trade, you have to be deliberate about actually wanting uh, to master the trade, right? Not, not just agile, absolutely any.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So how did you... I'll ask Raz this in a bit. How, how, how did you get into deciding, as it were, this for you, Ricardo?
2: I probably took a very different journey. So if I look at your three legs of the stool, I came from a lot of experience and probably for only for the first five or six years of my agile experience, it was all about the experience because I was practicing agile. I didn't even know the word existed, but I was running things in short loops. I was doing a lot of the agile practices until I ran into extreme programming in a bit of a more formal way, because I, I, I got named a product representative in an area, and then I went to study a little bit. So then I started study, experience, study, experience. And um, my formal training started actually much later. So I went that route, which routes did, did you go?
0: uh me i bit the same really i sort of you know uh when i sort of started doing the work on agility in the early days i was really a delivery exec at Telefonica, and um you know i, I needed to get some understanding so i managed to convince my company to let me go and spend a week with jeff sutherland and learn everything properly on the basis that we wanted to know what great looked like so let's go to an expert so you know they could, yes you can pay so travel to see jeff for a week uh, traveled around with him that kind of thing so I, I sort of learned a lot from that but I think what I realized just afterwards was I started recruiting people to do a big transformation at Telefonica and I, I went back to Jeff with a problem and the problem was I was getting a lot of people with just book knowledge and they didn't seem to be working they seemed to be quoting the book a bit and uh, Jeff said well this is this is where my mastery theory comes from is a discussion with jeff it's not his words by the way it's more steve forbes uh, who's um, head of agility for an engineering company in europe xpo is the engineering company he he describes it using these venn diagram circles but the idea came from jeff when he said well it's it's not just the book knowledge you've got to have scars in your back from experience and that changed completely how i recruited people i started I would describe it now as I started asking experience questions rather than skills or knowledge questions. So I didn't say, tell me what a stand-up is. I started saying, give me an example where a stand-up didn't work and what you did about it, if you see what I mean. So I guess that's my sort of intro into it. Um, I guess I've learned since that everybody starts with what, it's a bit like a beachhead, everyone starts with one of them. Maybe you sort of the very first thing you ever do is go on a Scrum Master course. That's the very first thing you find out about Agile. Well, then you're starting on the knowledge certification leg first, aren't you? But you, you can't just stand on one leg. And anyway, um, Raz, you haven't given us your story yet. So, Raz, how's it going? And what, what was your what's your view on this? Where did you start?
3: Uh, I have a similar view, and I think uh, that the three legs, the, the Venn diagram, is pretty elaborated on uh, uh, agility is not only certification and also not only skills and not only the experience, but the, the combination of these two, as you like, as you nicely mentioned. And one thing uh, I think is uh, can add depth to it is a context. And I think mastery, mainly in Agile or any other profession, can uh, comes after you build a library of patterns, uh, by getting some scars, getting experience, some certification, doing some work, and building the context in your in your field. It, in this case, can be a Scrum Mastery, or Agility Coaching, or Enterprise Coaching, or even Leadership Coaching, or whatever it, it can it is. So I think, uh, yeah, the, the context is important. and I think it's uh, something that we need to pay attention to, and it comes with experience. It's closely related to experience by applying the skills we learn uh, and knowledge we gained uh, into practice and building that context library of pattern I, I just mentioned. Yeah, and my journey.
0: Yeah, yep. tell us your journey. You right. want to add something. Yeah, yeah. T- no, I was yeah, gonna. Yeah, my- I want to make a comment about the word patterns in a bit, but let let I still want to hear your journey, mate. Yeah.
3: So uh, yeah, I just uh, came from a project delivery background in telco, and uh, I did actually. Uh, go to a course, a Scrum course. And prior to that, uh, Agile, it, was, it wasn't Agile, named Adaptive Project Management. It was a DSDM
0: course. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: And yeah, so almost nine years ago. So my company sent me to a to a course facilitated and delivered by IBM. It was a DSDM. So I just uh, get exposure to what is adaptive agility. And inc- uh, At that time, no one just told me that this is Agile, but they told me that this is adaptive, incremental, and iterative delivery, and I learned about that. And then I took a Scrum uh, mastery course, and then build up from there, and just uh, get some scars, build some patterns uh, in my uh, library,
2: and then yeah, moved on. Yeah. Okay. We already I'm- have two kinds of journeys. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, yours is the tech one, and uh, and my background, Raz. By the way, we don't we hadn't talked about this. My background is also telco project management and program management across the piece. That's right. Well, I got into I got into this because I just finished a large exit of staff uh, to a call center. To, uh, we're, we're le- they're leaving Telefonica and they're going to go and work for a, another company. And I just finished that, and then the CEO of Telefonica said, "Tell me why Agile doesn't work mm. in." So that's how I got into it. Didn't I? um okay i wonder if anyone who's um so this is going to be a podcast of course and you know you've got the three of us the crew as it were but i'd be interested if anyone else wants to come up on stage and comment on this if you do you just have to put your hand up uh on that i've got a few other things i could talk about but i'm very interested if others have a comment they want to bring Uh, maybe the fact it's a podcast might put people off but hopefully that will settle down so if you're interested in just joining us on stage feel free to say so and come up and um we'll we'll happily hear your thoughts and you know what we can all disagree that's okay we're professionals as well i see michael's come up and uh oh igor as well thank you very much let's start with michael michael good afternoon to glasgow i think you're in glasgow aren't you yeah yes
4: i'm near to glasgow good afternoon thanks for having me how are you guys
0: doing Great, great, great. And I know you've just left Computer Share, haven't you, if I remember?
4: I have, yeah. I just have left Computer Share. I've joined uh, QA as uh, an Agile learning consultant for them. So we're building out some new training and support um, uh, pieces there. Uh, Some around Agile Mastery as well
0: with IG Agile.
4: So interesting times.
0: Yeah. So um, what do you think of this topic? Uh, Are you broadly aligning with us or have you got a different view?
4: No, absolutely. I, I absolutely align with you. I think there's there's one thing that separates mastery from the actual just going through the motions of doing it though. And to me, it sounds like a bad word, but for me it's kind of like the obsession with it as well. You really want to do something with it and you really you have that drive to do it as well. And I think that's what drives you to that mastery level of it as well. Um, rather than just uh uh a participant somebody who's practicing it if you really want to go to that mastery level you've got to be again probably not the right word but obsessed okay I, I like yourself. the idea though
0: even if the word obsessed yeah. might be too strong a word i might have used the word devoted you've got to be devoted to the agenda haven't you i think you've got to want to do that
2: yeah i think yeah. so <clears throat> and how was your journey michael yeah um, you so. those three did you start uh yeah so
4: i um I started in a bit of a funny one, actually. I started probably, if we were looking like as a Venn diagram on this, I was probably in the sort of two areas of it. Um, But I started coming from a a company at the time who was very much paper-based, but realized quickly due to some uh, governmental changes to their business model, that they needed to go digital very fast and suddenly change their whole operation, otherwise they would have gone under. Um, So they needed to digitize fast and discover quickly what their customers would buy instead of the thing they were selling before. Um, for those of you who think that sounds a bit dodgy, it was uh, uh, in the annuities business and okay. in the UK. Um, it became, uh, it was previously the requirement that you really did buy an annuity with your retirement fund. Yeah. Um, but then that really got quashed and you could do whatever you like and you found people were just taking all of the retirement money out and spending it and then not really having much to do. So yeah, they had to quickly iterate. So they brought some people in who were like, I need to do this agile thing. Um, <clears throat> but they quickly then brought in a consultancy who said, here's your step-by-step, go do this and you'll be successful. Uh, <laughs> which probably some of us will know that can sometimes work and sometimes <laughs> not work. Um, but yeah, not going to name names, but um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a bit of, I really need to understand this a lot better if I'm going to, Survive and help us survive past what I can see is this uh, piece here. So uh, it was a bit of a, a need and a requirement, and then general interest, and that kicked off my journey. And I've been in the agile space for around about seven, eight years now, um, and moving on through various roles, doing the roles, which again, coming to your experience, leg of your stool, has been essential. And it's one of the things we teach. Really isn't it through coaching and everything else is the empiricism of going and doing and learning and failing. Yep. So yeah. Spot Practicing on. what we preach.
0: Spot on. You know how do you know you're good? You measure yourself. You try it out. You learn. <laughs> you know <laughs> you do it wrong. You do it wrong a <laughs> lot. Yes, that's quite right. There's a lovely um there's a LinkedIn thing I saw yesterday, and I if, I think it was Lisa Martin. If it isn't Lisa, please forgive me. It was a, a pile of bricks with the words success and failure on in different colours, and essentially. The wall was made up of bricks of success and failure, and it, yeah, it's I,
4: seen, I seen the same thing, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. and it was one of those things that you kind of want to incorporate into your your coaching as well. Like your foundations should be your failures, and they build you towards your success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can have a mix. You can it's and again, I think it leads people to think, oh, so failure should be at the bottom, success at the top. It's like no, just all throughout. You should never stop failing which is something i've just said there but it's, it sounds quite profound um
0: well yeah yeah i think it is absolutely true um i mean i think um why failure is so important in how we think is simply this i've i've said this before elsewhere a lot of the old techniques for management were designed on the principle you're going to be successful the more modern techniques work on the principle you're going to fail so find the failure quickly and then put it right um scrum if done correctly this is from um ken Schweber's book uh, in the preface scrum if done correctly will expose every impediment to progress ruthlessly you will either allow those impediments to be exposed or you will just scrum to hide them and you'll fail so you're making the right point michael so it's lovely to see you michael uh want to give igor a bit of time is it igor have i got that right igor i think we've we talked before i just want to make sure i've got your your name pronunciation right welcome along hi igor are you there
2: yeah yeah sure i'm sure yeah, sure. You, Igor is the right person.
3: Uh, yeah. What do you oh, think of? I'm okay.
0: What do you uh, think of this? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of this subject? Do you want to ask any questions, Igor? Far away.
2: Or okay. well, we can ask you a question, uh, which is, how did your journey start?
0: Are you there, Igor? We're not hearing you. Just check your... Uh, are you with us, sir? Are you with us?
3: Yeah, yeah, just give me five, ten minutes and I'll be back
2: and
0: uh, <laughs>
1: ask
2: questions because at the moment...
1: Okay, that's I fine. I
0: should
2: have a short
0: call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no no problems, Igor. If we're still here later, we'll uh, bring you back in. Um, uh, just, when you come back, uh, I suggest you uh, just ask to come back on stage if that's okay. So, um, yeah, so... Um, I'm, I'm thinking of the fact, I think, uh, can I put it like this, uh, the best experiences of the failures, uh, you know, again, I'm thinking of when I interview people, I think you learn a lot more from failures than you do from successes, because sometimes you, you're not sure why why something was successful. But it's your point, Raz, you said about patterns that I wanted to go back to at some point, which is, you know, I wanted to talk about what patterns were and how we should think about them. But would you agree, I think, that, you know, the, the best the best experiences are the failures that make you learn? Is that a fair thing to say?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So tell it's me like about... It's said. Hmm? It's not... I didn't fail 10,000 times. I found 10,000 things that don't work.
0: Edison yes true genius a true genius yep okay so I think we're near the end because we promised ourselves 30 minutes because we could talk longer but the podcast format we don't want to overdo podcast you know time and I think this kind of length is about the right time for the podcast it is our very first one I think we'll do more on it later if that's okay so uh oh Guru has just joined us on stage Guru do you want to come off mic and say hello maybe ask a question or give us a comment hello sir
5: Hey, guys. Hi. How are you doing?
0: Good. Nice to see you, sir.
5: Good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So the purpose that I wanted to be in the stage is to ask a question. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm working with Cognizant in India, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been promoted to a team lead position. So I'll be leading products right now for the legacy. And uh, I'm currently pursuing my CSM from Scrum Alliance, and uh, I just I just uh, attended a Another podcast. I'm not sure who's attended, but I attended a podcast where the guy was an agile coach, and the way mm-hmm. he was speaking, and the way they were telling, uh, the, the way they were motivating us uh, just to be on the audience, and I was like so motivated. So I wanted to pursue uh, this uh, particular, uh, you know, tag to be an agile coach. So I, I just wanted to know what what goes into uh, one's journey into into becoming an agile coach.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Ricardo, do you want to answer that for a few minutes? Or?
2: Yeah, I have a segue of how I became a coach. It started with a failure. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, was, I, I was delivering. Uh, a, I used to, do, to be a turnaround artist, so they called in, this project is bleeding money, etc. And I saw one corner of the project where this Agile thing could really work, but I was busy with the other 100 people, so I hired an Agile coach. And this agile coach, he had a lot of book knowledge, but he didn't have this empathy that was needed to understand where the people were, and uh, how to take them to the next step. But because I didn't want it to fail, I actually dove deeply into how to do the job. So I started with Lisa Atkins book, then I started to see, okay, there's a lot of knowledge here. But let me understand exactly where this team is. And how do I make them more agile one step at a time? And that's what started me on my journey. So it was, I already knew a lot about agile from Scrum Mastery and all of that, but it was the understanding that it's not about telling people what to do, but in helping them take the steps in the journey. That's what made me transition from a more operational role in agile uh, to a coaching role in agile. Would you want to add something, Ian, or
0: Raul? Yeah, I'll make a quick point. Um, agile coaching is not the same thing as being a subject matter who tells people what to do. Um, the hero, of, if you're a coach, the, 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 the best coach you'll find, uh, in my opinion, is um, Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda, uh, if you think of the Star Wars stories. Their job is to make Luke Skywalker the hero. Their job is not to be the hero. And so the job of a coach is to have experience, but to help someone get to a certain level themselves. So I remember when I was starting my work with Telefonica in this, someone said to me on an all-hands call, there were 500 people on it, and they said, so Ian, are you going to be our expert then? And I had the good insight to realise that if I became the expert and only I became the expert, it would fail badly and therefore I thought actually I've got to get loads of other people to be experts haven't I how do I do that yeah I, I went to see Jeff I said Jeff how do I get lots of people to be good at this not just me you know I'm not looking you know I'm not looking to be the head of a big pyramid I'm I'm looking to be one of many who can do this really well and and honestly um that's how I got into coaching from that principle of I've got to get everyone else going and uh you know it is a different skill. Um, Uh, ricardo mentioned lisa atkins book that is the defining book um if you do any ic agile certifications on coaching that's the root cause of or the root syllabus for that book that's a great book uh lisa atkins but you could also just get you just read up some stuff on coaching in general it doesn't have to be about agile coaching uh you know you can read up on how to be a coach um that's I, i i tell you what we'll do probably in some show notes i might mention some other books raz what do you think
3: yeah, pretty same. So I think, uh, what I can draw from your, yours and Ricardo's point is just enabling others to succeed. And I think that's a, that's a really key thing to pay attention to. So you're not making things successful. You're enabling everyone, bringing everyone, giving everyone an opportunity to, uh, to unlock their intrinsic potentials, do something, give people voice. And make things help help people to make things pr- transparent and uncover more unknown things. So that's a job of agile coach or a change maker in a, in an organization. So uh, and in terms of book, yeah, I think the the best book uh, to read in the beginning is the uh, agile uh, Coaching by Lisa Atkins. And uh, uh, I think the other one really resonated with me. When I became a coach, and I know that I'm coaching, that was like yours, just uh, when I was coaching just one team and all of a sudden everyone saw that we we had a very good performance in our team. I was a Scrum Master in that team. And they they realized, okay, we want to do Scrum as well. So, and all of a sudden I uh, find myself in a position that I can't just uh, cover everything with all the teams because team to team, things are different. And I need to develop new skills and I need to connect with people in a different way. The t- different team, different people have different requests, different uh, way of thinking, way of working, and that time I realized that yeah, just my mentor told me you need to do more coaching, you need to more learn more about this, and I think a role of a mentor can significantly help you to move from point A to point B.
0: Okay, that's really useful. So um, we're near the end of the time for the podcast. I'm going to finish with the story. I think that's the right thing to do on this one. We've sort of said all three stool, you know, a three-legged stool. Uh, skills experience knowledge certification is what mastery comes from but thanks to the questions from uh particularly from um from guru we've got into what is a bit more of a coaching role so i'm going to finish with a story uh, if that's okay um and here's here's the story i don't know if you've heard of a guy um tom landry tom landry is an american football coach so there's a lot of illustrations in sport to do with coaching that are very useful but tom landry used to be the coach for Dallas Cowboys in American football. You don't have to know American football to understand this story. How the American football system works is it's it's owned actually by one company and therefore um, they rotate the talent pool that comes into uh, American football every year. So if you finished lowest in the league at the end of the year, you get the first pick of the new talent each year. What that means is no matter what team you support, over ten or fifteen years, they all get to be good. It's not like uh, in England we have a couple of teams that are really good in our football or soccer, as we'd call it here, and they tend to dominate, and it's very difficult to break in. In American football, you know, I don't know. New England Patriots in the eighties were terrible. New England Patriots. New England Patriots now are probably the top team. Uh, Green Bay Packers have just won two Super Bowl. You know, so it rotates. That's the point. Now, Tom Landry had has a record. He has a record of the most, this is an American phrase, the most winningest coach in NFL history. What that means is he, his teams won more games than any other team over a 30-year period. So what does that tell us? It tells us he's a really fantastic coach because he now how to get the best out of everybody because the talent pool evens out. It isn't just him finding good people. Uh, sometimes he has good people sometimes he, he doesn't have quite as good people in the in the draft picks so so he, here's the story, Tom Landry the first day when all the new people come into the Dallas Cowboys training room they've just been recruited in they've just been chosen in the selection uh, he sits them all down and he says this, this I remember this from his book he says, I'm the coach my job is to get you to do all the things you don't want to do in order you might become the people you want to become I make no apologies for that and it's always stayed with me that um, you know that focus, that understanding, that devotion. I think, as Michael said, obsession with you know wanting to be great and getting the best out of everyone. I guess that's what coaching is. Um, we're over time. Uh, we're going to try and keep to time in future. That's my error, not anyone else's. I just wonder if the rest of the crew have any final points as we finish.
2: It, it could never go up from there, Ian. It's a fantastic quote from a fantastic man.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, that's well, yeah. Tom, Tom Landry is brilliant. Uh, wonderful man. I'm putting the end music on. Raz, anything from you? All oh, good.
3: Thank
0: oh. you, everyone. All oh, good. Okay, so this has been um, Agile Coaching Mastery with the Agile Coaching Mastery crew. I'm Ian Banner. Um, my colleagues, and we'll do it differently each time, is Ricardo and Razul. Uh, you can find us um, on agileclub.club. So good, it's got the word club twice. If you look in there, you'll find... Um, our Agile Coaching Mastery and you can find out a bit more about us and what we do Um, if you're interested in certification connect with me we do courses all the time I'm starting one next week Um, that's it for this week I think we're done Um, thank you for joining us here thanks to the questions Guru and Mike Uh, thank you if you're watching this or listening to this on a podcast more episodes will come if you want to get in touch with us in any way agileclub.club will be the place to go
2: we have a dedicated topic for Agile Mastery
0: in the Agile Club. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, we're back recording again next Friday. This podcast will go out tomorrow morning. If you search in any of the podcast platforms for the words Agile uh, Coaching Mastery or Ian Banner or Ricardo, um, I'm going to. I'm not going to say your name, right? Why don't I let you say it, Ricardo?
2: Well,
0: I could say it in Portuguese, Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo Liberato. And Rezul, I'm not going to get your surname right either, Rez. Forgive me.
2: Yeah, it's written really,
3: uh, in a rhyme with Kanban, it's a Bach
0: Razul one. So if you look us up in the search engines, because the meta tags will work, you'll find us. Just look up Agile Coaching Mastery, and you'll know it's us because you'll see pictures of uh, white men sort of smiling at you from the icons and everything. I guess that's it for the time being. Thank you very much for today. Um, we do another uh, Coaching Mastery uh, Monday evenings at 6 p.m. UK time, uh, which picks up a lot of uh, America um, and the um, uh, so watch out for that. But that's not a podcast. It's just a usual program. I think we're done. Thank you very much, everyone.
1: Thank you, everyone. It's great being here. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week. You've been listening to the Agile Coaching Mastery Podcast, brought to you by the Agile Coaching Mastery Crew. If you want to join the live recording or give us feedback, reach out to us on agileclub.club and look for the Agile Coaching Mastery Conversation. Or find us on Clubhouse, look for Agile Club. Join us next week for more fun and free thinking.